welcome back to another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. The only person that, that has uh, any importance tonight on this episode, so you oh. get no oh. importance. Oh, so oh. I'm never important. Sebastian, you are awesome and you're important. All right. Nobody tells you this. You are loved. All right. You're cared for. If I if it was up to me right now, I would make sure you have a drink in both hands. Unlike Sean Luke. Oh, you see, no, you had me a drink. That's it. Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not an alcoholic, but you know, I do take a good drink. It's cool. And since Sean is nowhere around, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the G's for Geek Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is a returning Sean Luke. Oh, God. Like, I can't stand you. I'm sorry. This is coming from the person who was an hour late to his own show. First of all, um, I saw the message in chat, and I thought that Uh was like an older message. And Uh I decided to take some herbal medication because I was... Uh not feeling too well and i was having like a slight anxiety attack so i got lost in like these new uh transformers earth earth tree figures from the you Netflix. really doing a hashtag free plug from, on transformers it's, it's not it's not a, a a hashtag i mean the articulation on these figures are awesome and uh Tr- prime also comes with his convoy you know, so that's pretty cool. So just wanted to drop that in there if you're looking for those. You know, you pick those up at your local toy store or uh, Target or Amazon. With that being said, we are joined by Sebastian Bonet. Yo. Yo. How you guys doing? I'm We're go- doing good. I'm going to ask you a repeated question because we did record this episode previously before the weekend. I technical difficulties. Up. But, but yeah. now, technical we, now, difficulties. That post, now that it's post, we can actually ask the actual questions. Oh my well, my question no, was, is it is it bonnet or bonnet? It's bonnet. Yeah, right. Okay, you got it right. It's bonnet. Okay. okay. You say bonnet, you owe you owe me five dollars. Okay. So it's bonnet. Bonnet. Yeah. Like Lisa Bonnet. Like Lisa Bonnet. Uh, no yeah. relation. Yeah, Lisa Bonnet. I wish I wish I had a rich cousin. And I'm like, yo, is Jason coming <laughs> over? You never you know. know. We might be related. I'm about to do the ancestry DNA test. Who knows? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So with this being joined by Sebastian, let's just talk a little bit about this gentleman. Uh, he is a, it, well, you do consider yourself an independent artist, correct? Yep. Yes, okay. Sir. I don't want to butcher that. He's an independent artist. He is also um, co-host of Nerds of the Roundtable. He is also. Uh, Nerds, Nerds, Nerds of the Roundtable. Oh, Nerds of the, oh, oh, I just want to make sure. All right. Thank you for correcting me on that. He is co-host of Nerds of the Round, as well as he is co-owner of. Or co-partner in Embion? Um, I am currently the creative brand officer and showrunner at Embion okay. Studios. Now, is there anything oh, else that we should know about you? Um, do you think- I am a loving husband. I do have an art store open, so um, buy my stuff, please. Please okay. support your artists. Hashtag. Um, we'll put the link in the, be- in the description. <laughs> Links blue. And um, I've learned how to cook during this pandemic. I don't know where where the cook was at this whole time. First of all, that's one of the best traits to learn during this pandemic as a guy, how to cook, you know? How that to- and, and an Animal Crossing addiction right now. So nah, nah. <laughs> I'm avoiding the Animal Crossing addiction. That's why I stuck to Doom, right? Like I, I was, I'm, I'm addicted to Doom, right? Eternal. And now um, Avengers. Like I'm playing Avengers right now, and that, that game. Dude, like, I go from Borderlands to Animal Crossing to Borderlands. I'm I'm crossing worlds here. I'm, I'm you know. Oh, you, how are you feeling about the DLC that's coming out, the new one? Oh, I'm glad Krieg is coming back. About yeah, to see, man. Got like, to hear so, some meat puns yo, and shit. Yo, it's gonna be ridiculous. You, going into that psychotic bastard's mind. You gamer heads, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about sports? Because we can talk about sports if you want. What, you know, we could talk about esports. Yes. Uh, yeah, Animal no, Crossing is an esport. Wait, Animal Crossing is an esport. No, no, there's a reason why he's yeah. saying that. That BS right now. What esports is a sport? It takes a lot of esports is a sport like chess is a sport. He and, doesn't want me. He doesn't want me to say what I really say and, because I I just learned that I'm an e, I'm going to be an esports coach for the for my job. 
Ooh. That's why. So he's literally saying all this because he knows I can't bash it. I'm not. Well, I mean, I wasn't. You put yourself on blast. I wasn't going to say anything. Nah, nah, nah. You know, because <laughs> it would look weird if I'm over uh, here bashing uh, esports while being a coach. I don't want to throw shade, but, <laughs> but. Listen, if you, 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 you got a player that sucks, dude, you bash it all you, you can. No. But other than that, if your player is good, like, yep, I got these sponsors. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But um, oh, yeah, Animal no. Crossing is an eSport. You could run marathons in that and triathlons. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I run the beaches every morning. I refuse to play Animal Crossing like I refuse to play any type of games that are either Cooking Mama or Forest, what is it, Forest Moon? Forest Harvest. Harvest Forest. Harvest Moon. I'm just throwing names out there. It's something like that. Where you it's like a farming game. You can play it on I think I know what you're talking about. It's like about. Harvest, Harvest Moon. Full Harvest or something like that. It's like Harvest Moon. I, I think it's Harvest Moon. I it's been a while since I'm, I played that game, so I I, I I will say that there's a very creative community in, in Animal Crossing. I saw someone made their island look like a whole city with dumpsters and all that. I was like, dude, that looks like New York. <laughs> Well, Dude, Sean, we, we, we posted a thing on our video regarding a con that happened in Animal Crossing with its own cosplay contest. Yes. That was yes, creative. That, that's, that, was that is, again. Real creative. Very, like, very real creative. Plus, you got celebrities that show up on there and stuff like that. So you go to their islands and whatnot. So wait, <sighs> so in Animal Crossing, and this isn't like a promo for the game. In Animal Crossing, you can create your own personal island that defines your character in your game? Pretty much. You're just decorating the whole island towards your personality or what you, you know, want to do. I, mean, so, I have the, you, you, you have to go around collecting shit though. So, so pretty much Animal Crossing is a chibi version of Sims. Yes and no, because I think you have a little bit more. It's, it's, it stands on its own. Yeah, like, like to compare like, to the Sims. You can't compare, like, people will compare it to Minecraft, and it's not necessarily a Minecraft piece because you're not building everything, right? But you are, like, you are doing, like, the harvesting, and you're, like, literally creating, like, back in the days with Pokemon when you had to create your own, you know, your own room and stuff like that. What happened uh, to, like, real video games, you know? It is a real video game, Charles. Like, like, don't do it. You mess do, it up. Don't go there. What happened? Don't, you're, go you're, there. Gonna, you're gonna get the Animal Crossing fandom what? after you, bro. Don't do it. Don't, down, Yo, don't jump down that rabbit hole. You're gonna have the you're gonna have Doom Marine and Isabel coming at you at the same time. Hey, Geektopians. Oh, what what happened to the real video games? You know, like World of Warcraft or World Crap. of Warcraft or Crap. World of Warcraft or Crap. even um World of Warcraft. Just wanted to put that Crap. out there. I think that's a you legitimate. Mean the, you mean the games that have great trailers, great cinematics, but poor gameplay? First of all, your lazy ass won't play the game, so you can't talk about a game that you won't play. Don't do I don't it. have you to probably play it. have literally you probably have never played. First of all, watching a gameplay and playing a game are two different things. So let's not lump those in the same boat. All right. Until you sit there and you put time into the game and invest in creating a character, you have no say. Spoiler no alert. say. Spoiler alert. I yeah. played years ago before it became the big ass whatever it first is of all now. first of all playing years ago anybody who uses the argument i played years ago does not contest to even playing the game all right that's like me saying i played mario when mario for matter of fact i played nintendo when it first came out play nintendo what nintendo has dozens of titles all right we are we are far from the nes era and in a new nintendo era what do you got to say huh Huh? Uh, what I have to say is, even though we're in a new era, games that are good have such a nostalgic factor that they bring it back multiple times. You know, you're not important. How so many Sebastian, times did they have to how, actually? Well, how Mario's many times did they actually now. have to reboot World of Warcraft? They didn't have to reboot. To get new ca- new they, players they, they, to they, come they, in. They didn't have to reboot. All they do is they rebooted it. First of all, Mario does a reboot. Sonic when they, Mario whenever, doesn't do a reboot. When, whenever Sega, whenever Sega Studio does, they do. What do you what do you mean they don't do a reboot? Whenever they change, Mario has never gone through. Mario a has done, its own iteration. That's a reboot, sir. A reboot. A, that is a reboot. To bring in a new fan base is what a reboot is. Anytime you're changing the the idea of what. The, the overall consensus is to bring in a new generation. That's a reboot. That's like no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's kind of like no, how you not. have. What's what's a reboot in your definition? 
a reboot is when you take a franchise, a company, a movie, a TV, or whatever medium it is, and you redefine it from the ground up with its own iterations, own ideas, and its own. So Paper Mario falls in that same context. No, uh, Mario Mario 3D falls in that no, same it doesn't, context. Because you're Mario, implying the fact that Mario you're implying Sports, the fact that no 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 wait let Mario me, me Go-Kart falls You're implying the fact that Mario and all these other iterations are new instances. Like this is the very first time he's saving the princess. That is this is not the very necessary. first time that he's meeting the toads. That's this is the very first time he's facing Bowser. That is what a reboot is. That is not first of all, that is not necessarily of true the story. because let's use Spider-Man. You have three different Spider-Man universes. Um even though they all deal with the same context of Peter Parker, it's still a reboot. You have what three different Batman uh, movies. Still a reboot. All right. No, so, but you see, okay, but here's the here's the difference. In every one of those instances with Spider-Man and Batman, like you just said, they went through their origin story over uh, again. No, 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 no. You're wrong. Because the last Spider-Man did not go through an uh, origin story. You sure about that? The last Spider-Man did not go through an origin story. We we got him in Civil War. When Tony go, shows up at the house and like, hey, don't make me tell Aunt May, I need you to join the Avengers. Then in Spider-Man um, Homecoming, there wasn't an origin story. We just got Spider-Man dealing with the fact that he's trying to live up to Tony Stark's expectation. And then from Far okay. From Home, it's so a that continuation. That is the one exception. That is the one exception to the generalization. But that still falls. It are. still falls in the context of reboot. So whether if you well, take well, it where, well, well, let's, inter- let's introduce a new concept. The multiverse. Maybe this is all different universes. Ah, different universes of Mario. Paper Mario is a different universe. You know what? And I can accept that. I I can can accept accept that too. (laughs) But once again, when it is created to bring in a new fan, a new a new age of fan, or to continue an age of fan, it is still a form of a reboot. Even if you try to, even even if you try, even if you try to put, even if you try to put sequel or prequel in front of it, it is a form of reboot. I don't agree. I think you're you're taking the context of reboots as a form of a cash cow, which in that instance, yes, it is. First of all, but in actual ideology of a reboot, you're literally recreating a character's first origin. Of all, you are, and you with are, Spider-Man are, Homecoming, if you think about it, the origin, the, the change of origin is the fact that he's still in high school. Once actually, the what they did, concept. what they what they did with Homecoming was this actually with Spider-Man when they introduced him in Civil War. He was already swinging as Spider-Man in the uh, Marvel Universe. He just, you know, was caught the eye of um, was it Tony Stark? Yeah, they didn't so have to like, do. They didn't. They didn't explain his origin or go through his origin because, again, they went with that whole assumption that people already know what he went through because everybody knows Spider-Man. Right. Um, the new thing they added in though, when they on him homecoming, was the fact that now he had an idol that you know was um, no, no, I don't. He had a mentor which mm-hmm. is something they never stuck with the other Spider-Man movies. And even right now, they're still talking about that the other Spider-Man movies still exist somewhere. Not in the MCU, but just like this whole multiverse because I think they want to play with the whole Spider-Verse thing. Yeah, which which is that. which I can't wait. I, I oh, really yeah. hope they do that. Like, after they introduced it in um, uh, into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I can't. I want to see that, that dichotomy right there. Which I think is going to play good for the characters because it's like, you know, it's going to... It's going to be interesting because, like, they, if Marvel extends, if Marvel and Sony extend their deal with what they're doing with the Tom, with um, Tom Holland Spider Man, it's probably going to include other stuff because I know they wanted to try to include Venom. Sony wanted to get Venom somewhere in that. But um, I'm just saying it's just going to be interesting. I mean, the whole, the whole thing with reboots right now, like, I get both points of the argument. Like World of Warcraft, I stood away from because I know people get addicted to it. I've seen so many people. My wife got addicted to it. But in terms of reboots, like you could probably consider some of the sequels from Mario's reboots, like when he went into 3D. But it's also for me, it's like, okay, we've got to explore a different multiverse of Mario. But like most of the stuff has been like, some of it's been continuation stories, but then some of it's been like, 
okay, we're just going to introduce new characters. And I'm going to be honest, I think Mario's a player. How many princesses does this guy have to go save? You have Princess Paulina, well, Paulina, who's now mayor of a city. You have yeah. Princess Peach. You had uh, Rosalina, um, now Rosalina, and then... Yo, Mario's a player. He a pimp. Yeah. Hooper's saying, yo, spare some. He's the king of I'm reboots. Just, I think that we should just agree that he's the king of reboots and move on to the next topic. Not a, not a reboot. With that being I, said, I, Sebastian... I, I the multiverse theory in a more plausible with, one. With that being said, Sebastian, because, you know, Sean, you know, he's just rambling for the sake of rambling because he feels he's correct, but he's not correct. Sebastian, this weekend that passed was an amazing event that we tried to talk about. But once again, due to technical difficulties and Sean being Sean. It's the podcast life. Um, we, we call it the podcast life. We don't call it technical difficulties. We call it that life. About that life. We experienced two days of a virtual con that you and your team put together that I must applaud you and say was well done, um, came across as being super awesome. Um, but in Beyond Con 2020, tell us about it. For those who are listening to this who haven't seen it yet, who didn't jump on the bandwagon, who wasn't out there, Geektopians alike. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it a bandwagon type thing. It's more of like an inspirational story of talent helping talent. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Whatever. Oh, first, I, I just want to give a big shout out to Eric Hutch, um, who is the CEO of Beyond, for starting this company as one person and building what is a community that surrounds this company of creators. And I want to give a shout out to the team behind it, Lawrence, Larice, Young, um, Tommy, everyone who came together, Tony, Jess. Um, there was just a lot of camaraderie to help with the, the con this weekend and all the creators, including you guys, for taking the time to help with one of the putting together with one of the panels, the podcasting panels. Um, without the community, without everyone who got together, it, it wouldn't have been the show that it was, um, what it was able to accomplish. Um, so August 29th and August 30th was the virtual event known as Imbion Con. Um, due to COVID, we decided to make the event virtual and and seeing all the flack that a lot of virtual cons were getting a lot of the anti-support a lot of the negative support mm -hmm. um we were really happy with the turnout the numbers were really high the amount of support the amount of thank yous the amount of constructive criticism to help make the show even better um for people just the the, the outpour of love we got over the weekend um Again, it, it was just phenomenal. Um, the show itself is always been a con for creators by creators. Um, we're not looking to bank off of big names. Or we're looking to build an environment where creators can come, um, learn how to vent for the first time, learn something for the first time, network, just all these things to come together as a community and where fans could come see this and get close and personal with the creators and get helpful information because, you know, you have people who are sitting out there who don't know where to start with their stuff. Who don't know where to start. Like, like I said, thank you guys again for being part of the podcasting panel. It was well, a lot of great nuggets and it showcased everyone. Mm -hmm. um, well, thank I, you, I thank you I, for having us. Yeah. Like as I was rewatching it and I didn't even realize how funny Charles was because he never shows it here on this show. I'm not funny. I'm not, I'm not funny at all. Oh, but uh, it it no, you guys did a really great job with the information that you both put because um again um the information that these guys shared everyone who's listening on the podcast panel are nuggets that you have to take that you can take with you and they and you could tell that they love doing this so even though that they're 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 fighting right now like the married couple that they are. <laughs> But I love you guys. Don't worry. We do that's, it in all podcasts. That's what we that's, that's are. Legs. That's that's literally that's what it is. It's 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 ninety five percent argument, five percent love. <laughs> and we all somewhere love in between, some information is spilled. Yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, all jokes aside. I mean, again, thank you guys. I mean, we had the indie artist panel, um, the indie creative panel. We had woman and creative, and and again, everyone coming out providing the information that they did, um, just talking with fans, sharing it, and even engaging people because we went from pre-recorded live with a mix with that. And again, it was just one of those things that we didn't 
we had a bunch of ideas for the show and then what it came down to, we, it, it, it surpassed our expectations and it was a huge learning experience about running a virtual event. Well, let's talk about that. What were some of the challenges that you found with putting together the event? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the first challenge was figuring out how to put a virtual event um, mm-hmm. in the space because we had decided to do this all the way back in March. Now, we didn't announce it. So it was trying to figure out how we were going to put out a virtual con and the amount of ideas that were shot out and put out there by the team and everything. We had tons of ideas. Then it came time to actually see what we can do and what we can't. What, what was the what was real and what was fluff. So it was like all the fluff, like, and even though a lot of the stuff was great ideas, we just took a pin, pinned it up there because if it's something we could revisit, we'll go back to it. So it was trying to make something seamless for people. And then researching other conventions was the other thing. How are other people doing online cons? What was people engagement? What was people's reaction? What did people like? What they didn't like? And, and, and that goes into, again, marketing and researching, um, what the fans are looking for, what creatives were looking for. Um, Some people were charging for their shows. We decided, you know what? We're in a pandemic right now. People miss cons. And to have to really go, like, like we could have charged for the event, but we decided not to. We were like, let's just do the event for free. Give people a peace of mind, something they could enjoy. Um, And then the other challenge was that, like a lot of people didn't know, is that the servers where we host our website had actually gone down two weeks before the original date. So that was another unforeseen challenge. So we literally rebuilt the website from scratch within... Sean Sean jumped out. It's okay. Three days. It's good. It's just you and me. It's just you and me. All right. Um. So we we literally rebuilt the website for in um within three days. Um after that, again, it was about the advertisement, helping brands, um, putting the panels together. We had to get people with the scheduling of the times. We had to make sure everyone's times were scheduled. Um and then further from there, it's like we knew we were going to mess up things coming into the show. So we knew it wasn't gonna be perfect. So the day of the show. Links weren't working, and that was a whole back-end issue with cash and all that. So what we did was that we utilized YouTube, Facebook. We utilized Instagram. Mm -hmm. We utilized everything. So in case if one thing broke down, we can at least direct people to the other. And we worked hard to make this um, the best show for people to go to, to have fun, to interact. I mean, we created a whole Facebook group page for people to interact both a public and a private group. We were having people interact on Instagram. Um, and it was just a matter of figuring out the teams of people. By mid-Saturday, I would say we were a well-oiled machine and knew how to run a virtual show. You even saw that even more on Sunday. Sunday, it was just down packed. We had, I, I call it the sniper position. That's what my wife was working <laughs> where she was just shooting links out to everyone. Um, she was sharing it on the sites. She was sending the links to go up on the site. Then you had the tech team working on everything on the back end. I was on the panel team working the front end, making sure the panels were there, hitting up the Instagram. You have people who were going through the chats, making sure everything was going well, making sure that links were working on the site. So it's we had a lot of people working behind the scenes, the amount, um, and that was the unseen stuff. And again, when the smoke was done, I mean, not only were we just like beat because again, we felt like we didn't like an actual live show. Like we were at like a dare in person. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, there was a high of, we just did something that we came into this not knowing what we were going to do. Okay. We came into this, like we had an idea we won't run with this. And we knew we were going to mess up a lot of things, but we didn't know the degree of how much success and how many people were going to reach out to us and say thank you. And it, it, it's like, okay, we did something good for the community. The community enjoyed this. The artists enjoyed it. The creators enjoyed it. People are talking to each other. People are networking. And it's like, you know what? 
we're just going to keep everything up for those who missed it. Okay. And you can still go back there, see the live streams for the gaming. You can still see the artists' um, drawings because we had a lot of artists there that were doing drawings and everything, live drawing sessions. I mean, you had Alex um, Rivera, a.k.a. Playful Gorilla, do a live drawing session, which was pretty dope. Um, and it was something that people got to interact with him. You saw Sammy Castillo do a live drawing session. People got to interact with him. Um, and the list goes on. Um, we had young panelists start for the first time. They'd never been on a panel before. But they were paneling them because we wanted to show degrees of people from all different walks in the industry, regardless of where their skill set was at, where their level. So that people can see something. They can see that, you know, oh, I can do this. And you're getting great nuggets from people in the industry and veterans too. So at what point did you guys realize we're we're knee deep in this and there's no turning back? Um we are need day business and no turning back was Saturday morning <laughs> when I had to get up and be the face. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, well, where is Eric? Eric was working behind the scene. The CEO was working. He was doing a lot of work behind the scenes. Okay. And then when I did that first live video, like literally I didn't stop working on some stuff for the site until five in the morning. Me, Eric and Lowell were working on that site and we were all like just out of it, like in terms of that. But then the energy, the fact that, you know, there's no turning back. Got up, drank my coffee, came online, had my Red Bull on the side. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Beyond Con 2020 show. I'm your host, Sebastian, your showrunner for the day. And just running through people like that, introducing, getting things done. That's when I was like, yep, there's no turning back. We're going. It's gone. Train has left the station. Yeah. And, and at least... To me, I'm I'm glad it wasn't a train wreck. It was a good speed through. There's very little um, issues, if you will, um, regards technicality wise or anything like that. I think it's pretty. What what I think you guys did well was also the fact that you guys put it on your on your YouTube page. For anybody that wasn't able to like get to the website or whatever, it was there on your YouTube page. And if not, it was live on Facebook or like there were different mediums that you can go to to see these panels or to see these events, to see the lives, you know, and I, and to me, that is something that is like pretty amazing because you guys within the span of one weekend were able to do so much more than just, you know, have panels or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was, we, it, to me, I love it. Yeah. I mean, what we decided to do was that, you know, um, because we had all these elaborate ideas in the beginning and, I'm not one, I'm not going to crap on anyone else's show or anything like that, because again, people are trying to figure this out. Everyone's trying to figure this out, trying to figure out how can they replicate some type of service. We know for a fact that if the train left the station and was a wreck, it was going to be a learning experience. And it was like, you know what, don't be afraid if you're going to wreck it, because at the end of the day, you're going to learn from that wreck. And you're going to make it better. So a lot of the things that went wrong, we were happy with because it was a learning experience. Like, like a lot of our team learned about cash issues with the website, what was going on with servers and all that. So there's a lot of technical stuff that we were learning. And, and, and we saw this as a way of building real world skills. That's the other thing people don't understand. You're building real world skills as this comes along. So employ people like, listen, go out there, go balls to the wall with this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, I mean, my head's still spinning with a lot of the stuff that happened because it's just like, it's still surreal that this happened. Um, and it's just like, you know, like, damn, like we did this, but it's also like, okay, what can we do in the next one? What are we going to do in the next one? How are we going to make this, you know, and just the, the, the feedback that we like, again, we, that we got like to, to help. Would, would you consider a hybrid of in-person and virtual con experiences? Um, yeah, we've already talked about that. That's already something there. Um, we said that if we're going to go back to a live component for the show, mm -hmm. we still want to keep intact the virtual component because this is the thing like a lot of people don't, where you have to think outside the box with the virtual shows, how it impacts the vendors and all that, because we know that we don't know the sales numbers for people because we don't control their sites. Um, and I think even when you're doing a live show in person, it's 
your sales are always going to come from the way you interact with people because people just don't buy the art. They buy the personality. And I've seen that and know it and have done it. And I feel that, you know, the more that we can get people on board with live drawing sessions, interacting with people, it becomes more interactive. You bring that virtual artist alley element. And a lot of artists who did the live drawings were happy about that. I mean, some people ended up launching Twitch and YouTube channels because we utilized Twitch like crazy. We got to showcase gamers. Um, and I want it and we want it because this was, again, mentioned by Eric to make it a component. Think about this. You're an art. You're, let's say you guys do a table, right? You're mm-hmm. an artist at a table. You're there sitting at a live show. You're interacting with fans, but you could only interact with fans at that location. But if we can also get you that virtual element on the same day of the show, you're now not only interacting with fans at that location, you could interact with fans you get in Canada, California. Um, everywhere throughout the U.S., people can tune in and be like, oh, this virtual show is going on. My favorite artist is going to be there. There's a live feed. Let me go hit up their live feed. And that's how we see this. Like, right. So this way we're bringing in people who you normally wouldn't get unless they traveled out to your show. Hmm. Um, that is, yeah. What do you think is some ideas that you guys kind of played around with and wish you did bring it to this table that we might see in other shows? Um, I know um, some people flirted with the idea of taking advantage of virtual reality and it's like, you know, as cool as the idea sounds, we were just like, yeah, you have to design a whole virtual interface. People have to have virtual goggles. It's something that, and I know Sean's talked about it. I've heard him say it as, as great as it, as that would be and as fun it would be. I don't think people are ready or any shows ready at that level because of the amount of work and time and money to design something that's going to be smooth that would definitely have to be something that people eventually like beta test because i know um you can do that right now with some real estate companies that they will have a virtual space designed but it doesn't again you still doesn't beat within person but i could eventually see something like that happening though people can get access to a virtual headset or even just like by doing it um by viewing from your computer screen where you have that space where you can walk through um and like interact and pulls that now that's a cool option that you have people and it's just a matter of people who want to do that um the other idea that we're playing around with um we had a we, we used to do an event called comic bar con and we thought about doing it as an aftercon show i mean we still had some aftercon festivities that were going on such as like amy taco was uh doing a stream on saturday night um that we advertised we did the D, but um comic bar con um that we used to run out of farmingdale long island was um not just a show in a bar that had artists there but it also had a stage with live musicians so we're playing around with that idea if we're going to bring that back. It's just a matter of the logistics um, and seeing how we did the virtual show. Um, there were a lot of things that we saw that worked right that we can probably utilize through Twitch, Facebook, and the website itself. Um, and there were other ideas that we're just going to pin them and say, like, you know, we're going to wait to work on those because um, it's it's more about helping with working with community, making making everyone feel included in it, too. Um, so like reaching out to different organizations a lot of, like again, we we're still learning this thing as we go because it was easier to do it more in person, but now that we're doing this virtual space, we gotta see like what can we what can we put in place tonight help with a lot of the organizations that we used to reach out to to make them come over to the virtual event. All right, that's cool. Now I have some ideas oh, for Shoot. you guys. Idea number one. All right. G for G. In between each of your panel, your virtual shows, we'll do a recap. We'll okay, do a- you know what? That I I will <laughs> I, I, I will I, I would, would sell do a that. quick opian special for that. That's not a I, I, I would sell that to Eric be like, yo, they want to do a recap. Listen, every we could do a quick opian's recap after every panel and be like, hey, guess what? I'm just came out the virtual panel from right here inside my couch. 
right? And what we just figured, what we just learned today was completely amazing. This artist right here using still, there are artists out there still using canvases as opposed to virtual pads out there. It is a wonderful experience to hear. You guys you need to go to Beyond to check it out for yourselves. Right there, link below. Check it out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're giving out too much there. You're, you're doing too much. I didn't really didn't we, give out anything. We, that we was have, literally we, one panel. That's we, a, that, bro. That that's engagement right there. That's we what, haven't, that we, haven't si we haven't signed a deal with Beyond Con yet. We can't be <laughs> we can't be giving them free samples right bro, away, right? Bro, listen, you gotta that, give them the, the free the sample. Minute, you gotta listen. let them taste the product. Listen, the minute I play that for Eric, he's gonna be like, okay, let's go. Now he's gonna, now, hold, he's gonna hold you to that. All right, of course. With that being said, all right, since you you're your kudos for the idea. I would like to be on camera in a silk robe with a pipe. And that would just be me. What? I want to be comfortable. It's a virtual con. I'm at home. Why can't I have a pipe in my in one hand, a silk reddish I apologize robe. for jumping the gun. You know? I apologize. You, you did I jump did the gun. But, but, but Sean, this is the way that this is going to happen if, if Charles is going to be there with a pipe. He has to be in the little snazzy robe. Yeah, you know, a little boy. He has, to be with the, he has to be in a room with a fireplace. That yes, he cuts with the relax. We'll green screen it. We'll green screen the background. And then you have to hear the da, 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 the the violin music. That's <laughs> that's know, it. Either the harp music, the violin music, or piano music. And that's why <laughs> I think you should also be on screen with me too. But instead of in a robe, no shirt, just no shirt. All right. Ooh. No shirt. You. I'll me? be. I'll be in my Ric Flair. Let me, let me get my workout on first I'll before be my, I do any my, of that. I'll be in my Ric Flair, you know, uh, sequence blue or sequence red with the feathers on the side robe with pipe. And you just, you know, do what you normally do. Whatever that is. Lover, like... stop, stop promoting the Latin lover. In 20... First of all, I have more ideas. But in 2021, it's going to be the death of the Latin lover. We're going to kill that character off. Right, no more I've been trying to kill this character off for like a years. You're the one that brought it back with the stupid calendar. I'm glad you brought up the calendar. Hey, Geeto. Now that now that we are here, Shit! if you tune into the <laughs> podcast um, portion of Inbiancon 2020, me and the fellas finally convinced Sean Luke that it is time to do our part to help out with charity. Um, hit us up on which charity? Don't worry, we we'll figure it out. Hit us it's, up. It's the beer fun. You can either hit up in Beyond, or you can hit us up directly at G's for Geek Facebook, um, the Geektopians, any any way you can get us. And oh, Sebastian, us Sebastian, hold on, Charles. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with what you're saying, okay, Sebastian. Now that you've done with in Beyond Con, you've had interviews with all the artists, all the photographers. You know, you've talked with your fellow your fellow teammates from Nerds of the Round. Do you think there are photographers that are willing to take pictures for each month? And then I would put a set out there for OnlyFans, right? For the one for the pictures that I don't put in the calendar. I think you have a lot of uh, photographers <laughs> ready for you. I mean, we're gonna have April the Care Bear. We're gonna have May. Love it. Um, Sean and Showers. Love it. <laughs> for Sean and Showers, the for fireman. For Sean and Showers. As as, I already said it. As long as you are willing to pay. My costume maker, she's willing to do it, right? And, you know, as long as you pay for labor, parts, materials, especially the fur for doing the Care Bears, okay? Oh, if, if I shoot her the ideas and she pictures this, she's probably going to be like, okay, some of the shit I'm going to do for free because this is going to be too good. <laughs> Sean and Showers. <laughs> no, the materials like... are going to be expensive. That's how oh, I yeah. know for sure. Bro, we would, especially we, redoing we, the Napa outfit. We would kickstart this. We would have a oh, Kickstarter oh. that will be airing on multiple podcast yes. platforms. Yes. We would get Catch the Craze involved. We, yes. would, get, we would get Mayhem Mike involved. Bro, Love we it. have access to Twitch channels. Oh. And then, and then, and then, ooh, green screen. Oh, we have access oh, to artists that will have oh, fun with them. Oh, bless your heart, sugar. Bless your heart. You're like, no, you see what you opened up? Yeah, I see what I did. I, I kind of threw heart. myself. Finally, finally. Hercules, I screwed Hercules, myself on this one. Hercules. Mm, German, German, German. And for every calendar that you kickstart towards, $5 goes towards Feed the Sebastian Beer Fund. Yeah. So the way and I the look at it, it is, goes to an actual charity. The the, the Sean yeah, that's Shower, like the best charity. The Sean and Shower know? definitely needs to be like the All Spikes commercial. And I think that would be great. Like if we got like twelve different photographers, and we said to the twelve different photographers, we set them up with twelve different cosplay artists. 
that'd be that'd be 12, awesome. Or just twelve different ideas. No, no, you. we we set them up with twelve different cosplay artists. No, because right. I don't want to do cosplay for all twelve pictures. Well, we set it's, them. It's up. gonna be it's gonna be twelve months of Sean. Yeah, exactly. But think about it like this: if we set you up with twelve different cosplay artists and twelve different photographers, and that that's more people who get represented. Ooh. I got. I got. And that's more people who we get to put their talents out there. But it would be custom. I got one for you. It wouldn't be the cosplayers. I figured. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sebastian. I figured out marches. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off. I figured out marches set. Mm -hmm. So you know that whole scene from um uh was it American Beauty with the girl with the roses that she's just in that whole picture (laughs) with the roses. Instead of roses, we create recreate that scene with Sean, but it's nothing but pops. Yo. That it's interesting and creepy at the same time. But that's the point. I think I, I'm still down for November being Cuddles Giving. Cuddles Giving, ew. It's November. It's like it's like peak cuddle season right there. Well, you know, I'm I, I wouldn't I don't know. I guess I'm not a big valent uh, Thanksgiving. You know? like, whoa, I'm, whoa, a, I'm whoa. a I'm a food I'm a foodie for Thanksgiving. Good. I'm glad you said that. I'm not. So, a, a I'm glad fan you said that. Ideal behind. I'm, I'm glad you said that because we're going to combine the two. What we're going to do is we're going to get a sturdy table that can hold you right, and then put Thanksgiving food all around you right, and just take shots. There you go. Just try to make you. He just turkeyed you, bro. Yeah, yeah he did. He but, really just. But did. you can also like. The food will be real food. So, you, well, I mean, I don't know if we want to use prop food or like, I don't know what camera prop magic food is. Prop would probably be better. You know, it's less sticky. Yeah. Yes. You know? For for one second, I thought Charlie was gonna say that we were gonna have you on the table, in in the turkey position. Oh no no no! Even even better. No no no. Even better. No no no. Even better because we can get like those turkey like things that you put under the turkey feet. No, but have the no. have no. Sean looking no. at the N-O. camera. Wait wait. And oh, you know, have him looking no. at the camera. But he did that. We, we can we can have it as a vote. <laughs> That's not fair because you guys outvoted me in the freaking podcast panel. Um, no, we can have the fans vote now on the NBA uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you go check it out. <laughs> Sean, it's not that you got outvoted. It's the fact so, of so this is people, what I'm gonna do. People heard this idea of doing a Sean Luke calendar, and as much as I you, guarantee you, this is just the, as, the creative artists. As much the as casual person would probably not want this. So when you post this up on the air, this is what I'm gonna do. Okay, being the fact that I was teasing an announcement last time before and beyond con, right? I'll wait for this to come out. And I will let people know, well, this is the announcement. We're making a calendar. We're getting 12 uh, photographers, right? If, you, you, know, you guys should literally run a poll. This will be... Sure. What, so, would, what ideas do you think we should run with this? So we're going to set this up. And you're right. This will be for 2022. Yes. This will be for the... Take time this for will be for 2022. And we will... What we will do also, we will do a... I guess a Kickstarter, like you were saying, Sebastian. And every step of the way, we will let you know the process. Of, we'll have of, we'll have Hannibal record the BTS. Stuff. We'll do Instagram shoots, uh, recordings of like on days that we're actually doing the photo shoots. We'll do behind the scenes. You know, we'll, you know, yeah. I'm 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 so happy that something that I believed in from day one of G's for Geese. Yo, this is literally Charlie Williams. Snyder cut right now. I am. This is the so Snyder happy. cut coming true for Charlie Williams. But but this is this is what I mean. Like whenever I pitch ideas, you're always against me. But then and I'm still against it. But then when I pitch it to Bro, the when, when I pitch it to the universe, because it's no goddamn point anymore. First of all, it's ladies, no goddamn point. Hey, Geektopians, if you listen to our pod, if you listen to us being a part of the podcast panel, you will hear other people who are like, yes. Yes, we need to do this. Bro, they signed off on it quick. That was it. No, that was the quickness. I was like, oh, fuck. So, so Sean, do you, do you not see the <laughs> genius that is the Kubrick? That's not a genius thing. Charlie, You're just trying to warm me Charlie out. Charlie Kubrick Williams. We're just going to change it from radio. Charlie. No, no, no. no now, now, here's the thing. When the calendar comes out and then people start recognizing you for your calendar work, what would you do, Sean? Here's the worst part. Say my calendar goes out and the kids find out. Even better. They're going to have the calendar in the building. Even better. Cause I'm no! Gonna, you know why? Because I'm going to make sure that every calendar comes with a Sharpie. Get the sign-in, bitch. 
Just the signage. Yeah, but the, with the pictures that we're we're talking about, we're gonna have to make it like. Fan no, no, no. Fan. It's gonna be oh, PG. No. It's, gonna be, it's gonna be PG. But you, like you said, you'll have your only fans. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be PG unless you're saying. I would love that, to know. Hold up. What student is gonna pay to be an OnlyFans subscriber just to get these stupid pictures? Sebastian, of me? I think Sean. No, no, no. Just... You you wanna know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're we're. I'm sorry, Charlie. What we're gonna do with the OnlyFans people who pay to see it? Sean's just gonna be holding up a sign like this: "Is soccer." No, 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 no. <laughs> Even no, better. No, no, we don't do that. No. Even better. Okay, Sean Bella Thorne. Sean Bella just, Thorne got hit hard with that one. Sean just said it best, uh, Sebastian, and I think this is the best idea Sean came up with. Why stop at two at one calendar? Let's do an alternate version. Comic books do it with their with their front covers, right? They give you. Oh, we're having variants now. So we're having calendar we variants. Will, we will create the 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 overall twelve month regular PG calendar, okay. and then for the special for the for the for the special tier, um, Kickstarters, they will get the exclusive variant calendar with the more raunchy, uh, Sean uh Sean Luke. So My you have body your is not formidable enough. It's for, it's, for it's for charity. 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 Yeah, bro, we got we got we got to bring up that beer fund. Uh, uh, Sebastian <laughs> needs beer. Uh, Sketchfed needs a studio. It's for charity. Come on, let's let's. You There's know, people that are actually losing their jobs. So we're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna spread the wealth. We're gonna spread it. You know. Okay. You know, but first, uh, right. It, now, <laughs> oh, go ahead. First for the right record, I, I when I said to do the to do this, I was I was actually talking about actual like you know charities. No, yeah. Char- oh no, no, no! I'm I'm still talking about actual charities too. You know, I'm not trying to be like anybody from the Trump Foundation. Save <laughs> <Cyber> money. <laughs> cough, cough, cough. <laughs> but what I'm saying here is, I love that you are joining on board because other people in our community are like, yes, the Geektopians, yes. Let's get Sean, the no, Latin lover, the out there. The yes. The is it because they want to see this, or is it because they want to see something funny? And in turn, why can't it be both? Why can't it be both? I, I think people want to see something because, like you know, we're making the, like, these jokes about this calendar, and like obviously, like the the seriousness is that um, I guess produced. You said everything would go to like charity and all that for people yeah. who need it and everything, but I think it's just you know also to it's. The fact that it's content creation, um, and it's just you know in a way where we're all just having fun. Like they're just looking at, it's a calendar of a bunch of guys that got together. We're just goofing off. Yeah, and it's not guys really... and girls because yeah. we're gonna have female photographers too. Yeah. Let's, let's, and, let's and let's I include females in that too. Let's That's, be honest. Uh, it's, it's not like anybody who works with you. That's behind the scenes most of the time. Is not going to like create mugs, socks, tote bags, hoodies, um, shirts, um, anything that can be printed. Hello, really? <laughs> it's 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 not that you can trust me when I say to you right now on audio and on YouTube, and I probably will put this on Facebook as well, that I personally, Charlie Kubrick Radio Williams will not utilize this moment of taking of having you do a calendar to create side merchandise that the geektopians that if they really want they can post in the comments what kind of accessories would be great to go with this calendar i will not try to pitch that at any point in time or try to create that merchandise against against the geektopians wishes Unless the Geetopians say, hey, let's do this. I promise you, right now, I will not. I won't. So in other words, what you're saying is, in your own, in your own words, if, if Geetopians say, hey, I want to put a mug with, the, with Sean's face on it or whatever the case may be, then you'll, then you'll put a mug out there with my face on it? What I'm saying we, is... We, we need a pop. That's it. We need a pop for every, cal- for every month. That'd well, let's awesome. the Sean Pop. What, let, let, well, first of all, we got to figure out how the legality issues behind that. <laughs> what What I'm saying is, I will, I will not move forward. I will not move forward and do those things it, unless, unless a Geektopian, a Geektopian says they want all that stuff. 
a single Geetopian, <laughs> if a single voice comes from out of these shadows, it's a trap. I know it's a trap says, because he's says, considered himself he's a Geetopian. If He's setting it up. A Geetopian. Matter of fact, you know what? Let me not just lift, limit this to the Geetopians. If a person that is not <laughs> me comes from out of the geek shadows and just says, hey, merch this bitch, I'll comply. I'll comply. But that was an invitation for the beard to comply. I'll comply. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, by all means, you guys. If you guys want to see merchandise out of this stuff, either with Geektopians or even my calendar in general, oh, go ahead, say something. I guarantee you ain't gonna happen, but you know what? Hey, Mother's Day's gift. I was wrong before. There was there was this whole meme that people did on Facebook where if I got ten likes, I would have to announce my crush. I didn't expect to get ten likes. Well, here apparently here, I got here, thirteen. Here, no, I'm kicking you out the room, Sebastian. Here's another idea, Sebastian. Not only if the if the calendar is successful, is successful, right? What we should do as a follow up within twenty twenty two, get a studio is the Latin Lover album. What? Oh, bro, gonna make you gonna make a house album? The no. Latin the Latin Lover freestyle, but no freestyle. <laughs> First of all, you see, even you're excited about it. See, you wasn't excited. No, no, about no. It. I'm excited to say the word no. We'll do the Latin Lover album. I don't even. I can't even sing. First of Bro, all, we would have you do the album, and what we would do is this: we would get everybody on the podcast panel, including Charlie, to do backup. <laughs> First of all, I'm not going to do backup. I'm going to do one. You will better. do backup. I'm going to do you... one better. I'm going to show up. Oh, you're going to do a duet? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to show up and full costume and be in the studio like Rick James. Sang, bitch. Why? Sang, bitch. <laughs> mm. Super freak, super freak with wig and all. Mm. <laughs> you may have to call Dave Chappelle on that I'm one. A, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be in the studio. Just mm, I like, like that. Is it funny? I like that. Oh, the idea is gonna be funny. All right, here you go. <laughs> Fuck your couch, Sean. Mm. But yeah, we will do the calendar and then we'll do an album. Yeah, <sighs> I'd rather just do the al- do the calendar. If I know it's going to be successful, get a studio stop, stop, and build, then build short films. Stop doubting yourself. If Joe Exotic can create not one, not two, I think it was like three albums, right? He has like three albums. I don't know. I lost count. I think that all the people were if, crazy, bro. Look at that. If Joe Exotic could create five albums, we can all get together and write a whole entire album. We'll, we'll write it like. Well, Yo, Tommy would mix that, bro. He would, he would like. Oh, I know he would. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, if you're listening, Lawrence would, and Lawrence would shoot the cinematography once again. I know he would for the music videos for the number one Law, hit singles that we're Law, doing. Tommy, if you guys are listening, I got you sold on the calendar. <laughs> Jump on board with the with the Sean Luke album. G is for Geek. Sketch Fred presents in 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 connection with. We all get credit on it, but it'll be Sean on the cover. You know what? Tonight I want to create a a a Photoshop version of this cover, just <laughs> so that when I put out the podcast on Instagram, there is a there there will be a version of that the Sean Luke album. I'm afraid you're gonna need to do the album and a Photoshop it's of the be I mean, I could do that. You know, I I can pull a picture from you, just Photoshop that shit. But I think I'm going to go with be a this. wrestling picture. One. I already know. Oh, it's not going to be a wrestling picture. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Ah, crap. No, no, He's going to no, no, take no, no, the one with me in the hot tub. Oh, first of all. Oh, in the hot tub. Wait, wait, wait. We'll call that one the hot tub time machine, Sean. Hot tub time machine. That would be like June. Maybe June, I guess. Or June would be like lifeguard, Sean. Because it's the summer. It's the summer. Baywatch? Yeah. We'll put your, your head on David Hasselhoff's body. It'll look weird. <laughs> You know, it'll look weird. David Hasselhoff. That's that's the why you gotta bring the Hoff, man. Because he because it's Baywatch. He that's all in his head. All right, guys. So how, yeah. So, so how was your guys' experience over the weekend though with the con? Um, was, I, I liked. I enjoyed it. Uh, there was one panel that stood out to me uh, that I'm gonna talk to you about off air. 
Um, but I, I, there was something that was said that I thought was real interesting. Uh, I think like I'm happy. One of the panels that I'm really happy is, uh, I think it's called Women, the Women of of uh, ah, I'm butchering women it. Creative. Yes, I think that was very awesome. Um, seeing that level of, of like communication and you know just spreading that like hey we are part of this field as well we we have representation so i was very happy to see that um i did listen to the podcast panel it i'm not gonna i'm honest it wasn't my favorite it wasn't just wasn't my favorite you know um you don't want to hear yourself that uh that charlie williams guy did not get enough airtime um (laughs) dude you were a whole ass pastor sean luke got to speak the most um he was definitely did not (laughs) he was speaking over everybody um i think uh the beard was awesome uh catch the craze was awesome um i think everybody adrian has a um issues awesome everybody was awesome but sean just kept hogging the mic and it kind of ruined the experience anyway it to to me everything um that I was able to catch up on was really cool. Um, like I said, I did like the fact that you put it on your YouTube because, you know, being the fact that I had a crazy weekend myself, I wasn't able to catch everything live, but luckily I was able to see things through the website and actually learn and experience it, you know, even after the fact, which I thought to me was beneficial. Um and I think I feel like with artists and everything like that, they need to have that kind of like um breath of fresh air where it's like there are artists out there that are that are going out there and trying to do the best that they can with the even with the circumstances given you know like this is how this is how you can do your work this is how you can be in your craft and you know the fact that they they every panel just about every panel just about because that D panel was just crazy um <laughs> Just about every panel had a nugget, a golden nugget of instructional uh, fortitude behind it. And that says a lot when you're trying to build a con with creators in mind. Well, I I love what you guys did with the cosplay panel. I have to throw that out there, too. Like, the way that you guys were able to judge. um, And, you know, like, the cosplayers submitted both photos. They did a lot of, they did turnarounds. They did their own poses. They kind of went a little bit into depth. Uh, into like the material that was made for their outfits um i think that was awesome as well um so yeah there was a lot recorded in that cosplay contest video that we had to cut um the reason i believe we we went with the pre-recorded cosplay contest versus a live one was only to avoid any like you know videos that shouldn't have been aired um that was just to keep that because again we try to keep everything family friendly and thank you for that and um i gotta give a big shout out to naja aka eyes of naisha um heads of geeks out um snug harbor which is also geeks out staten island Mm -hmm. they're actually holding their con um as we speak they're doing theirs on the 5th and the 6th of september one version of the con will actually be live. They're going to do it in a park. And then the second version, which is the next day, is going to be virtual. So we'll just um, send her some stuff to help out with her, her con and all that, like a nice little gift basket mm-hmm. for virtual fans. Um, and she's just amazing the way she's like, you ever get to speak to her, just like her whole journey when she started being a promoter. I mean, she she was running her con last year when she had like dissipated her show. That was like, dude, you dissipated your show then you're running a con. What's wrong with you? So it's like, I wanted to have fun and run something for geeks out there. And so she was amazing with helping out with the cosplay and the judges too, who were all involved. Um, we got together that one night, watched them all. And it was really a tough cosplay contest to judge. You can see it with the judges. Um, everyone from the kids to everybody who entered came with their A game. And uh-huh. I just, it, it was a really, really tough competition. Like, we wanted to pick everybody, but we had to pick winners. Yeah. Um, I mean, the running year up for this year, she won last year's competition. So it was like, again, it was really tough competition that was in there. The, the, and, and it was um something fitness. Uh, the guy who did the gladiator cosplay, he ended up winning for this year. And it was just, again, it was a phenomenal cosplay. And just what he just described what he did with the cosplay. Well, 
what was that other cosplay that won? Um, it was like a, a I, I couldn't figure it out for myself. It um, was from Final, it was from one of the Final Fantasy games that she did. Um, I don't remember which one specifically. I think it was like 14. She got show, she got runner up. And for best build, yeah, last- um, best build was Guardian from the robot cyborg version of Guardian from Alpha Flight. Oh, so when we were looking okay. at the best build category, it's just the amount of time that he took to build this to get it to actually because he actually took a picture to replicate the scene, right? The amount of detail that went into designing the circuitry, okay, and then the movement that he was able to again, it was like you know, it, it was really yeah, because I, I saw it, I just couldn't figure out who it was at the time, but now that you mention it, I'm definitely like, yeah, and the kids, I mean, we had three kids that came in we picked one for the winner but we chose that they're all going to be winners we're going to do something for all the kids because they all their cosplays were phenomenal um and i mean with the exception of faith faith did only the picture but there is actually because we don't show it on the video but faith and her mother submitted a whole pdf document of how they started from step one all the way to the very end. So That's there was pretty. like pictures of the, yeah, it was, cool. I won't, we, when we were cutting the video, we were trying to figure out how we can put the PDF in there, but then it was like, you know, it's too much to put in the video. So we took like the best things, like when they did the close up of what was on the belt buckle, which was the frogs, which is a throwback again to the Mandalorian when the child was eating the frogs and there was just little nuggets in her cosplay that just, it set the bar for it. And, and again, the other two, like who did the, the, the cosplay Chris and cosplay Drax, when they did Deadpool and Wolverine, they were just really amazed. The Wolverine, I'm not sure if people saw it, but you can see drool from the tongue, which was just really great detail for the symbiote Wolverine. And we, the amount of footage I had to cut, we actually spent a longer time of deliberating the cosplays because we were closing up on stuff and all that, looking at things. So there was a lot of stuff that was going into that. But it, it was, again, it was a big thank you to all those cosplayers that did. Oh, man, it was it was a great competition. And again, the judges were awesome. If you go and look up the judges, Tashio, Geek Girl, um, Nerd Truth, um, Teddy Agul, and Eyes of Nisha, they've all done some great cosplays. And they put some grazing detail and to have them like stumped in terms of what they were seeing. They were like, dude, it's, this is a really tough competition. I mean, there were times and um, nerd truth was like, dude, I, I just want them all to win. <laughs> I mean, the, I feel like it gets to that point. And sometimes where you just like, this is just so awesome. Everything's so good. But like you said, you have to choose someone. The whole point of it being a competition at some point, you have to choose someone. Um, I really wish that my FX skills were really awesome because this is where I would be like, hey, and here's the photos that me and Sean was going to submit of ourselves. But um, I don't no, know. We're good. Maybe that cut might make it at this point on the YouTube. Maybe that might make it in, you know, at this point that I might. The cut. The Charlie you cut. Never, cut you've already seen my cosplay. In. Don't worry. I, I feel they, like that's they, enough. They haven't, seen, they haven't seen what I was going to cut in. Don't worry, sir. When once again, when I have tons of photos of you and I could just chop off the head and just paste it, it's like, <laughs> oh, look at the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Geetopians, we've reached that time where Sean has to go off to bed and he needs his glass of milk. Sebastian, it was great having you on today. Um, First of all, I feel, you like, for having me. I feel like we didn't really get to talk about your personal artwork, but I think the next time we definitely want to have you back on again. So that way we can deep dive into the art that is. Artwork? Oh, oh, that crap? I don't know. I don't know, man. They, they, could, go to, they, they could go to my Instagram. They'll listen, see all my crap. Listen, I have, I have like <laughs> pins of yours and I think I have like two, two pieces of work. Maybe two. I know. Listen, you already know I have artwork of yours like all over the places like, right now, so. Don't worry, I'm just going to I'll just kidnap you. I'm going to kidnap you and your artwork. Fuck it. Why not just take the artist? You, you got to talk to Jesse. Take the artist in the work. <laughs> yeah, talk to his wife because, you know, that's that's the first kidnappy. Uh, you know, the black man. <laughs> anyway, um, it was great having you on, Sebastian. Well, thank you guys for having me back on. Um, Sebastian, just, just for the viewer's sake, where, you know, at least those for audio, uh, where can they find your work and all your good stuff? 
Absolutely. They could find it at uh, my Instagram at Sebastian Bonet Art. Um, they could find it on Facebook. If they need to find me on the podcast, just look up the Nerds of the Round. And um, soon you'll start to see um, some stuff posted to InBeyond's website. That's I-N-B-E-O-N.com for the studio to check out the series. So you will see series start popping up there. Um, so there's a lot of fun stuff in the works for um, later this year in 2021. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, anything from you, Sean, before we head out? Uh, no, this, it was a good, nice speaking to you, Sebastian. Always fun. Uh, hope to speak to you again real soon. And um, I think let's just close it out. All right. And Geetopians, if you're still looking to get uh, G's for Geek merch to support us, um, you can go over to sketchpadstudios.com and click on Sketchpad Wear. We have a link over to our Teespring, to which right now we have six shirts up that are available with more designs on the way. Um, other than that, uh, you can get us on G's for Geek uh, at the Two Geeks on Twitter. Um, you can check out um, our YouTube page, The Geektopians, featuring Sean Luke. Uh, you can check this YouTube and other YouTube uh um of our episodes on the there's so much to, to plug uh on sketchpad studios youtube uh there's a new channel that's about to come out called a uh, sketchpad box uh which will be more in depth on like video video creation and, and some other things We're trying to figure that one out uh, in the map and you can catch this podcast on itunes stitcher spotify and google play and wherever else you get your podcast and that's it and that any nothing no one all right yeah that's it like I'm, i know it's like i'm dragging it i just love you're, this you're doing you're doing the, the the hispanic goodbye and, brother that's, that's right how like end. let's just and transformers what? earth tree figures no goodbye anyway and with that said ladies and gentlemen as always we are out of here the Genius for Geek Podcast with Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke is a presentation of SketchFed Studios, produced by Charlie Williams and edited by Hannibal Darby. To find more episodes of the Genius for Geek Podcast, make sure you check them out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else your podcast needs. If you need to hear Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke shoot the shit on any of your topics or questions, please send a tweet to the two geeks on Twitter, or you can send a message on Instagram for the Geektopians. For web series, podcasts, blogs, and more, please make sure to head over to sketchfedstudios.com. And as always, stay geeky, stay you.